Hi, I'm Lippy. And I'm Grumpy. Together we're Lippy and Grumpy Do Podcasting. In this episode, farewell to Steve Wright. New fences, incorrect postage and soup or sauce. Now Lippy. Hello. We'll try again. We will try again. <laughs> we've, we've just tried a cheaper hosting service and it was um, rubbish. Cheaper. <laughs> it was cheaper. That's all there is to be said for it. So fortunately, this subscription hadn't uh, cancelled completely. So we're, we're back to using Riverside. So where we, where we know where the things are. So that's good. Anyway, I wanted to start it with saying how shocked I was at the passing of Steve Wright uh, a week mm. or so back. Um, who I don't think you're really aware of, but I'm he not, was no. part of the radio scene for me for decades and uh, really was a, a total professional when it came to broadcasting and radio. And interestingly, there was uh, The Guardian posted a few of his top tips for broadcasting, uh, which are all, all very good. One of them was avoid pluralism, always talk direct to the one listener. As we only have one listener... <laughs> We can do that fine. <laughs> we could do that easily. Uh, but there's a few good things on there. Um, having pegs in your program, things you always do and always do them, which I thought was quite quite a good thing to see. And uh, keeping the energy up, which uh, we're recording this on a Saturday morning. I've had my coffee. I think you've had yours. I've not. I've had an orange juice, though. Oh, well, that's, that's as good. Plenty of mm. plenty. And as long I'm... As and I'm s- think it's slightly out of date, so it's got an extra buzz to it. Oh, an extra fizz to it. Well, as long as it's not sunny delight, you'll be fine. Exactly. Off the walls. Anyway, sorry to see Steve go. He really was, um, really was quite a gentleman. A, a friend of mine met him once at uh, Broadcasting House. He'd been in for an interview with Jeremy Vine and got lost on the way out. Couldn't find his way out, oh, so he barged into this office. And there's Steve Wright and the uh, traffic lady in there. And he said, "I'm really sorry." He said, "I've been wandering around for half an hour. I can't find my way out." <laughs> And uh, Steve so got lost. up and uh, escorted him off the premises. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true gent and a, and a big loss for broadcasting. And talking of podcasts, I, I got into the habit a while back of listening to them at night and falling asleep mm. with earbuds in, which is quite nice. Yeah, uh, soothing. Well, not always, because sometimes what happens is at the end of it, there's some very loud music and you just mm. end up sat bolt upright in bed, wider <laughs> awake than when you started, which is not the purpose of it. Uh, there's a, a Twitter or X or whatever it's called this week feed called a non-opin, which is people's quite radical opinions on things. Mm. Uh, this one is gentle podcast should not advertise ungentle ones. Bed listeners being lulled to sleep are suddenly brought wide awake by an obnoxious jingle, loud voices trying to outdo each other as self-congratulating laughter. <laughs> Absolutely bang on. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why we have nice soft music on the way in and the way out. Yes, yes. And talking of podcasts, Richard Osmond, who's one of my favourite game show presenters, as uh, we've discussed in the past, has started a podcast with marina hyde who is a journalist i've not heard of her called the rest is entertainment and it's talking about behind the scenes at various entertainment uh things so richard was the creative director for endemol who have produced a massive amount of television programs over the decades really and he really knows his stuff and they were talking about the signing of nigel farage for um 
I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. And his insight into that business is, is astonishing. Yeah. So it is well worth a listen if you've uh, if if you're looking. That for was a, a rogue podcast. choice, actually. I actually might be. In- I'm interested to listen to that because it is a weird choice to pick Nigel Farage to go into the jungle. Well, Richard Osman was saying he would have been the last person chosen, and yeah. he said they would have got. They he they probably thought they would have got better value from him, um, but because quite... I think people actually liked him in the end, not liked him, but they didn't hate him as much as when he went in. Well, it was interesting because Marina Hyde apparently had interviewed him for something else. And he has nothing apart from arguing about the EU mm. or, or arguing about something. Mm. He has no interest or knowledge outside of that. She asked him what his favourite film was and he hadn't got a clue. <laughs> which is which is a bit of a bit I don't of a worry. watch movies. <laughs> and he's a slightly odd gentleman because obviously he's been very much in the news over the last well, ten years or so. Mm. Um, but he's never made it as a as an MP in the UK. And you think, well, actually, what what has he got to offer? And I suspect ITV thought there'd be a bit of a ruckus. But yeah. as Richard Osman said, most people don't really care that much about politics. So, not, and not, to argue with him. There was one small argument, I think, about culture and immigration. Yeah. But even that kind of didn't even come to anything. No, no. Not so, entertaining uh, enough for I suspect after day one, ITV went, hmm, probably could have spent some money a bit better here. Mm-hmm. Now, you had, um, going back to Christmas... You oh, had yes. A, you had a Christmas card, didn't you? I with the did. incorrect postage. I on. was fuming when I got this little slip through the door to say I owed, it was like, I think it was like £1.20 or something. So it was the price of a stamp. Yeah. Um, and I sat there debating for a while if I was actually going to pay it or not because I was like, it's obviously a card because it's near Christmas. And couldn't think what else I would have ordered that would have cost £1.20 and not been paid for. And I rang you fuming, didn't I? I told yes. you everything. Bl- I was blaming people left, right and centre. Well, I think you blamed me at one point. I Well, I was calling to see if it was you guys. <laughs> it was a mum specifically, less than you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was blaming aunties and uncles and thinking, God, that's so annoying. They must have done that to everyone. Whinging away. Eventually paid the fee got the card through the door two days later it's from duck boy yes <laughs> duck boy thought it would be really nice to post me my christmas card and not put the right stamp on it and the best bit was i've been whinging about this for days and he's just sat there sniggering to himself knowing that it was him that had done it and he well, just didn't own up to it. I, I have to go. say, it's well played on two fronts. One is that he didn't let on. I'm very yes. impressed with that. Secondly, yeah. you'll never forget receiving that Christmas card. No, true. <laughs> true, true. that's very So true. a little bit of drama around it was uh, was quite clever, really. Yeah, I, I'm slightly disappointed you didn't return the favour with Duck Boy's birthday last week. I didn't know. I didn't. It didn't pop into my head, to be honest. I think I should have. The effort of having to go to a post box was a bit much for me. <laughs> I don't go out so much now, so no, going to no, a I post box. Uh, we did, I think, perhaps overdo the duck theme for our birthday presents this year. I actually didn't buy him anything duck related in oh, the end. Right. I was going to buy him a duck whistle, which oh, I then yeah. decided not yeah. to. So he only got, he didn't get duck. I don't think he did. 
No, I think it was just you in the end. So I think we did okay. Yeah. Oh, the okay. card as well, card, which he loved. Yeah. yeah. Mum, uh, wife of Grumpy said I'd overdone it a bit, but. Um, oh, it was just the picture. I thought it was, thought it was quite. He, nice he really liked it. Yeah. He also very much enjoyed that it was your favourite sketch artist. Yes, he liked yes, that's that. uh, Moose yeah. Allen who um, appears in Private Eye from time to time, and I, I've got one of his on the um, on the wall in the office. He very kindly allowed me to use one of his uh, drawings for free as a page not found page on a website, oh. which is very nice. So I I nice. returned the favour by buying the print. So, ah. so I quite like now. Good news. Good news. We've had our fence replaced. You have had your fence replaced and it looks so good. It does look really good. So it's been wobbling for about 10 years, I would have said. It was and so green. It was quite green. Well, it's uh, it doesn't get the sun. So well, this one will go green as well, uh, yeah. eventually. But the wooden posts had rotten off at the bottom and mm. I put some concrete spears in and there was a bit of odd metal um angle iron holding some up and rope on the others and it it really was it was causing me concern every time we had a storm i expect to get up in the morning and see panels down yeah and uh, the gap between the posts and the first bit of fencing was gradually getting bigger and you could see the aris rail pulling pulling out mm. so um, we bit i mean it's not a cheap thing to do i have to say though cranley garden services what a, what a team so four oh, of them turn up. They say, we're going to do it in two days. And I'm thinking, wow. It's a, a long bit of fence for people well, that obviously haven't seen the house. Well, there's a 32-metre length of fence, mm. uh, which goes the whole length of the property. And unfortunately, we've got lumbered with all three sides. Um, because, <laughs> what Oh, I don't know. But um, there's a shorter bit with next door. And then the side that was replaced actually backs onto the driveway of the house that was originally mm. here. So our house is built on what was an apple orchard. Oh, um, along okay. with uh, orchard gardens. So you uh, got all the, the... So we ended up with all the fence, um, which is a bit of a pain. And um, anyway, so so they, they, they turn up and they we've already ripped a bit out to re... Uh, cover the shed which was also mm. in a very poor state Green. because you can only well you can only get to it with the fence down so yes. it's a fairly detailed operation so we ended up finishing that on sunday night in the dark which was a worthwhile exercise if, if a bit frustrating anyway so they turn up and i take floyd for a walk and come back and there's all four of them around one post i said oh how's it going he said we've just found the hardest bit of concrete in the entire surrey <laughs> <laughs> and it took them about two hours to get this lump of concrete out. I mean, they did, they got there in the end. Um, but uh, yeah, what a remarkable job. Um, lots of people and obviously very good at what they do. So uh, mm. if you're in the Cranley area and your fence needs replacing and we've gone for concrete posts, so we're not going to go through this again. Yes, we've got concrete posts with them wooden panels. So you can just yeah. slide the panels out when you want to replace it. Yeah, much, much better. So, yes. uh, so anyway, I'm hoping both that and the side of the shed will see us out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I do that. have to do done, the roof. Done with fencing. <laughs> done with fencing. Uh, we do have to do the roof of the shed, so I'll be asking for some duck boy help. Yes, I have point. let him know. Yeah. He said he is more than happy to be your... I was going to say a rude word then. Yes. He's more than happy to do as he's told for the day okay. and help where needed. Yeah, but in the sense of completing the job, he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. It's help with lifting and ladders and yeah. stuff like that. That, uh, that he can do. That excellent. he can do. Jolly good. Talking of apprentices, we've picked our winners. Yes. 
Now, we're two episodes behind. We've only seen two episodes so far. Oh, I'm one. Yes, I'm one behind. I'm one behind. I, I found I can't watch it at night. It's too much. After a long time of work, it's too much. So it's too um, much. on the days where we're, we're both having lunch together, our wife and Greg and I tend to watch one there. Pop but it we, on, we've yeah. had quite a busy week, so we've not done it. So my prediction is fill the pie. And I, the reasons, and I made this in the first episode, is that yes. uh, I could, were they making brownies? They were making something in the kitchen and there was a disaster. They hadn't put flour in or something. And he just said, right, throw it away, start again. He was very good in a crisis. Yeah, no fuss. No, no fuss. And in the second episode as well, I thought, oh, there was a bit of a mistake with the pricing. But then if you're used to pricing pies, then yeah, pricing Ponzi cheesecake. I mean, yeah, I you're pay, oh, 100%. You're in central London. Like the, uh, the girls team, was it like 15 pounds? Oh, they went oh, in for one cheesecake. Yeah, I mean, that girl negotiating was astonishing, oh, to be honest. Yeah, actually incredible, yeah. to be fair. Like, I was sat there like, I should have picked her as my winner. Well, Although I don't think she'll win because she's too individual. Like, she doesn't, yeah. she didn't, the teamwork aspect wasn't really coming into it for her. So who have you picked? I picked the pre and postnatal um fitness lady and i've completely forgotten her name sam i think her name is sam yes because the funny thing is is you and duck boy picked the same yep and myself and wife of grumpy picked the same indeed which was odd yes well let's hope it goes down to the final with those two yeah but yes i thought she was very the thing that tipped it for me is is on the first because we picked in the first episode watching the first episode and she was the only one that volunteered to swap teams to do the river walk thing and then jump into the water and she wasn't a fan of water oh yes i saw And the project manager wasn't a fan of water but she didn't she like point bank refused which is why she had to swap so she just got on with it and that's i think that's a very good trait just to similar just in the situation yeah. just put herself forward and did it like didn't fuss about it didn't make a big scene yes just cracked well, it, did what needed to be done yes i think a couple of episodes of lippy and grumpy ago we talked about qualities of leaders and mm. one of them was to get stuck in when needed mm. so yeah very good yeah, yeah it'd be interesting to see how that pans out i mean there's some utter disasters in there oh yes uh, i'm not going to name names but um you look at some of them you just go no i mean i know yeah. why you're on this program and it's not to win no it's, it's there's a few fodder there's um it's hard because there's so many of them at the moment i can't remember their names no. but there's the guy that's really suave i think you'll know who i mean he oh, wears like a dj really cool, yeah cool suits i i like him I, he's yeah. a dark horse i think i warmed to him in the second episode the first yes. one he was a bit um Bull in a china shop. Yes, that's exactly yeah. the phrase. Yeah. But actually, in the second one, and his selling ability is brilliant. It was great, he's, yeah. He's a, he's a good smoozer. And uh, yeah. that's a... That's a, a and his a dress sense is just... Well, he just he just oozes cool, doesn't he? <laughs> he really does. A bit like myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, you think that. <laughs> yeah, well, somebody has to. Now, as you may remember, I passed a uh, certain age last year. And, did you? Uh, yeah, I did indeed. And one of the benefits of that certain age is that you can have a senior rail card, oh, which yes, gives you, you a third off. 
rail tickets. Now, we don't use the trains very much, but we have talked about a trip up to Edinburgh on a train, Mm. which, if you time it right and book in advance, can be incredibly cheap. cheap. And a friend of mine regularly goes to Norfolk and down to Swanage on the train and pays so little because Mm. he's got same card and books in advance. Anyway, so we had a DCI meeting up in London at the beginning of December, and I thought, right, I can use my card. Perfect. Perfect. Give it a trial. So I bought uh, cards that I think it was three years for the price of two. So it was a bit of a discount through mm. a company called TrainPal. And you do all the booking through their app. So obviously they get a commission on the, the ticket, yeah, which is why the they're ticket. able to give you a discount. So, but that's fine. You don't pay any more and it's all convenient, what have you. Anyway, so I booked my ticket and I and it's £8 cheaper. And I think, oh, this is just fantastic. <laughs> so anyway, so I go to the uh, station to pick up the ticket, put the put the code in the machine and out pops one ticket. And I thought, well, that's a bit odd. It doesn't say... Uh, travel card on there just is out so i look on the app and i've only bought a single i got so so um excited uh, excited about the discount that i forgot to check that it was returned so (laughs) anyway so i then spent the 40 minute train journey going up to london trying to book a return ticket oh and anything to do with trying to be on your phone on the train is just nightmare patchy signal but it's ridiculous you've got Part of the uh, world saying AI is going to take over the world, and yet you can't book a train ticket in 40 minutes from Guildford to London. It's crazy. (laughs) So so I was £10 down by the end of the Mm. evening, which was was a bit of a disappointment, really. But we had a return uh, event in January, so I made sure I booked the correct... Uh, return ticket all's good saved quite a bit of money very happy with that um, only two quid loss so far so <laughs> anyway like gambling and like working out your yeah, your oh, total it, it, loss it is a bit anyway on the way back the uh, t- ticket inspector comes through she says tickets please so i show her my ticket she says oh can i see your rail card i'm going "Ooh, that's a good point you don't get a physical rail card. It's no, held electronically it's on there. Mm. So I looked in the app and I couldn't find it. And she stood there waiting. And I said, well, sorry, I'm looking for it. And I think, where the hell is it? And then I remembered I'd taken a screenshot of it. Oh, well just done. Just for this case. Mm. Trying to find a screenshot. And I'm scrolling, scrolling through them. And I did eventually find it. I think just as she was about to get the uh, the fine book out. <laughs> finally for not having the card. So it was slightly annoying. But I, having thought about it, I thought, oh, actually, she obviously thought, I wasn't old enough to have a CD yes. rail card. So yeah. that was quite nice. Mm. Um, but I've now worked out where to get it from in the app. And also yeah. I've put them in a special folder. The oh, well screenshots done, yes. of the and I'll have to do the same for Wife of Grumpy because she's mm. a, she's not quite so organized. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't have even had a rail card. She would have just sat there and been like, oh no, it's fine, isn't it? I'm 60 <laughs> something, it doesn't matter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it would have been worse if she'd asked um, for my rail card or not. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine who's who's a little bit younger than me was on a bus in the New Forest last year and um, they got the tickets. They sat down and he said, gosh, that was really cheap to his wife. And he looked at the tickets and they give them senior tickets. <laughs> so he was quite upset about that. Now, we've talked in the past about Orange Marshall 2. Yes. So he's not marshalling anymore. Oh. 
So we obviously need a new name. And I bumped yeah. into him in the in the pub not so long ago. And he said, well, we really need to sort out a new name. I said, well, what have you got in mind? Because they tend to morph a bit and be yes. twisted by the people that have them. So he said, oh, I don't know, really. He said, uh, he said well, maybe it'll work thing. So uh, um, Orange Marshall 2 is a PA for um, highways, England. Oh, yeah. I think they're called at the moment. And very busy. He's very good at his job. He um, he organises lots of things for, I think he's got two bosses, uh, which obviously causes a bit of friction when you're working for two people. It's yes, yeah. So we've decided to call him Spinner de Plates. <laughs> Spinner, Spinner de, plates. de Plates. So Spinner de Plates, welcome back to the podcast in your new role. <laughs> I like that. Now, one of my favourite characters that we spoke yeah. about in the last episode, although mm. it was slightly uh, derogatory because he poo-pooed the way I cut my sandwiches, Mr. Alan Ooh. Partridge. He's back. He's back Is on he? the BBC. Yeah, a new show, a six-part documentary series called oh. And Did Those Feet? And it follows Alan as he reintegrates into Britain after a year working in Saudi Arabia. Oh, I, God. I can't imagine <laughs> what the Saudis would actually make of Alan Partridge. Uh, that would be no no and that's uh, interesting yeah that would be interesting i know duck boy's a big partridge fan he is he uh, is i immediately that means i might actually get him back for a couple nights a week well maybe well where's he been golf oh no he's got the disease he's got the disease he has the disease that's where he is currently he's out playing golf oh he went three times i think in the week to the driving range okay yeah that's, yes, because he had a bit of a cold, so he didn't do his spinning classes this week because he okay. wanted to fully recover. Yeah. So he went to the driving range instead. Okay. Well, our golf course has been shut mm. quite a bit this week because of the rain. So uh, yeah. not been quite as much golf as, as intended. But uh, looking at the uh, schedule for the summer, it's just ram-packed. So. <laughs> golf, 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 golf. Yes, I'll be wandering around the southeast of England in... Uh, with Floyd looking for yes. places to go. So I have a question. Yeah. What is the difference between soup and a sauce? How do you differentiate the two? Well, uh, in my mind, soup's wetter. <laughs> uh, wetter? <laughs> Care to qualify that at all? <laughs> it's more more liquid, like got more water in it. Sauce is more... A sauce will hold its shape. No, it won't. Sauce no, is thicker I... than soup. Really? Yeah, it depends what kind of soup, though. We were watching, I think it was Rick Stein making a, uh, and I always mispronounce this, a boublis. So the f- a boublis? A boublis, <laughs> a fish soup, as it were. Well, Although it's a stew, it's a fish stew. Oh, it is very nice, uh, but it is very runny. I'm not a fan of runny food. No, you, you're I'm not a fan honest. of soup. I, but you well, like sauce, I, don't you? Well, this is it. Actually, I had soup. Where was I? Somewhere or other, I was at, oh, I can't remember where it was. Um, but I had some soup, which was actually quite mm. nice. But the problem is, when I was a child, we had packet soup. So, soup, dehydrated soup powder. Yes. From Safeway. Safeway was around. And the one that particularly irritated me was uh, spring vegetable. Because basically, it was bits of, if you imagine taking a pea <laughs> and microwaving it so it becomes yeah. as hard Shriveled. as Shriveled. Yep. So some of that, and then some bits of onion, and then about a gallon of water that's slightly off colour 
That's mm. what spring vegetable soup was. It was horrible. And that is definitely where I got my dislike of soup from. But you like a pot noodle and that's dehydrated soup. Yeah, but it's not so runny. And that's the thing. And I guess you can make it as runny as you want. Yes, within reason. But but the two other things about soup is it's dribbly <laughs> and people slurp it. So I was gonna say you can slurp it. It's the slurping and the dribbling. And it's I think slurping. that's yeah. And mm. I think any meal that you can have in a cup is not right. You can have most meals in a cup. Yeah, but it's still it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be hard eating chips out of a cup, for example. No, they serve chips in a cup. Oh yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah. You don't yeah, but you don't eat them out you take them you out don't, of the you, Yeah, you yeah. You use your hands to actually eat yeah. them. Yeah. Yes, you know what I mean. But <laughs> I'd like a sauce with stuff, but I do prefer a thicker sauce. Yes. But like a mayo. Quest, the question for Rick Stein is what is the difference between a sauce and a soup? And a soup. Mm. I think it's a very fine line. It's a bit like a lake and a pond and a puddle and a yes, that sort of thing. So, if you've got answers for our predicament, please, please do let us know. Now, our water bill's got up twenty percent. Thank you, Thames Water. Oh, twenty percent. Why? Uh, why? Because we're not on a meter. Because they tried to fit one a while back and couldn't do it, and then reduced our bill. So, I thought I'd try again because their website said we can now fit them under kitchen sinks and all over the place and um, they came back instantly to tell me well not instantly but within hours to tell us that we can't fit a meter the email was astonishing so let me read the headline to you we've weren't able to fit your meter great english great english so they then go on to talk about the assessed household child uh, household child assessed household charges which is what they do if they can't fit a meter so um oh they've changed it so i've had two goes at this so the first go they say the information on your account tells us that you have one bedroom and one occupier (laughs) so we've put you put you on our one bedroom rate and i thought oh well that's all right that's fine but it didn't actually change didn't change at all so they sent out a very incorrect email to me um, so this went forwards and backwards a couple of times, but it yeah. looks like we're stuck with the 20% rise, despite the fact there's only two of us in the house, because they base it on a number of bedrooms. But they're not being used. No. So what we're doing is when you come and stay, there's a small charge for water. I just won't use any. No, no, the charge is there whether you use it or not. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, it's the same as Thames Water. If yeah. we don't... <laughs> But the problem is, the problem is by not having a meter, I'm kicking, well, actually, I spent 20 sent more water this year i'm going to use as much as i like yeah actually because if you don't have a meter does that mean you don't get money back at the end of the year if you haven't used as much as they've worked out you're going to use no don't get the only time we get money back is if um the in, the supply is interrupted for a period of time which it was a couple of years ago and i think it was 30 pence or something oh lovely Ridiculous. So, <laughs> um, i mean i don't mind paying more for water but i do mm. mind paying more for to a company that has um, paid that out dividends awful. and just has, you know, their approach to development in the area is just turn the water pressure up and, oh no, pipes are bursting. Yeah, um, well, I don't know why this we is. We have so many roadworks where they're trying to fix burst pipes now. Mm. But the problem is they turn the water off, fix the burst, turn it back on again, and it bursts 10 yards down Further the road down, again. yeah. It's just it's, it's crazy. I mean, it, it's all, unfortunately, it's all over the place where it's insufficient investment in infrastructure, and this is the result. Um, unfortunately, we end up paying for it. But I'm not going into a political rant. 
I thought you were going to then. I took the opportunity to blow my nose. I I could see that, but uh, no, I'm not doing that. Now, going back to Steve Wright and him saying about have pegs in your program, you promised us in the last episode you would have a new thing. Yes. But that's for the next episode. It is for the next episode. So you've got for this episode. Just building suspense. (laughs) Yes, quite. You've got an ick, which we have done in the past. So Yes, Lippy, what is your ick? Uh, we, you're not going to enjoy this section, oh but myself and Duck Boy love a good reality show. Oh dear. And on Netflix, there's one called Love is Blind, oh. which is quite, it's hilarious. It's um, basically people don't meet and they, they talk in a pod to each other. And then at the end of like two weeks, I think it is, they can decide to propose to someone if they would like to and then they have like two i think it's four weeks out of the pods and then they get married and they decide at the end if they're going to get married or not they stand at the altar and they basically do a thing that's like is love blind and if they both agree then they get married and like actually a lot of couples have come out of it with like and now they've like got kids and stuff like it does it seems to work but they also have a lot of drama along the I way, bet. especially the couples that don't work. And this is where I came up with my new ick, is there is a girl on this season that as soon as she gets slightly inconvenienced or upset, she goes into the most high pitch whinge you can imagine. And oh my God, that just put me off straight away. I couldn't. So my my ick high is, whinge. is yeah, is when you're trying to have an art, not even a discussion, and you're sat there going, "Oh, but you did this, and it made me really sad." Yeah, yeah, that, that is quite. <laughs> I can't deal with that. Just talk like an adult. Yes, I completely understand that. Ick. Thank you. Yep, good. Ick. Talking of reality programs, mm. I'm on an email list for. House of Games, Richard Osman's oh, yes. program, which is what my favourite game show. Mm. And they're looking for people to uh, contribute to one of the rounds where they yes. ask people at home about a film or a TV series, and they mm-hmm. have that word cloud. So anyway, so I don't, yeah, I'm delighted to do that. So a couple of days later, get a couple of forms. And uh, th- there was a film and a TV series. Mm. So the film is where Harry met Sally. Yeah. Which is great. Seen that a few yeah. times. Good film. Second one, TV series, Married at First Sight. <laughs> I have Which never... country? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea at all. So that was a bit of a shock because I had to sit there and think, well, I've never seen this. So there isn't an option mm. for it. I've never seen it. Yeah. So I put why. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why divorce? And I can't remember what the third word was. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Married at first yeah. sight. I'm not sure if I get away with train crash by hyphenating mm. it, but um, yes, that one's yeah. that one's more dramatic than Love Is Blind because they get they get married at the start and then they can and then they see what happens. I have never seen it, and I never want to see it. <laughs> so I have a fun fact which I heard this week. Yeah. The entire world's supply of gold. Mm-hmm which some argue is the entire amount of gold mined since before the Egyptians began mining gold, before 2000 BC. So mm. that's 
4,000 years worth of mining, fits in a mere three and a half Olympic swimming pools. Wow. That's not much. It's not, is it? And that's why gold is so expensive, because there's not much of it. Crazy. And there's not much more to come out, apparently. Well, yeah, maybe, I guess maybe another twenty percent. Yes, very limited. So crazy. Yeah, I was I was shocked at that. That was. Uh, oh, keep part of your gold. <laughs> well, indeed. <laughs> Not that I have any. <laughs> well, you'll be well. No, there is. There's gold in your phone. There's gold in your computer. They put, because it doesn't tarnish. It makes very good connectors for things mm. in electronics. So there's a tiny, tiny amount. <laughs> That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.